What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the revamped edition of Smothered and Covered. This time, it's not just the SEC. We're talking national college football. Did not expect the first edition of the revamped show to be an emergency podcast edition, yet here we are. A reminder, this show is brought to you by Coastal Vibe Vacations. Get ready for the ultimate family adventure with Coastal Vibe Vacations. Dive into fun under the sun, build sandcastles on pristine beaches, and create lasting memories with your loved ones. Our family-friendly resorts offer exciting activities for all ages. From poolside games to thrilling water sports, unwind in spacious accommodations that feel like a home away from home. Make this vacation unforgettable with the whole, whole family. Coastal Vibe Vacations with the sun, sea, and smoke. Smiles come together. Book now for an ocean of family fun. CoastalVibeVacations.com if you're looking for a vacation in the Destin-Fort Walton area. Jeff Halfley leaving Boston College to be the defensive coordinator for the Green Bay Packers. And this goes back to something that I've said for a very, very long time. It takes a special kind of person to be a head coach in college football, to be any coach in college football, you don't get an offseason. I've had a coach, I've had several Power 5 coaches tell me that not only will the path that Jeff Halfley took be commonplace in the future as long as the NCAA leaves the rules or lack thereof the way they are, but some coaches might just outright retire early. That's how dangerous and that's how much the NCAA has screwed up the coaching profession. You don't get Christmas. And I think that's one thing that sort of stands out to me. Multiple coaches have said, you don't get Christmas. You don't get your family time. Think about that for a second. You don't get to watch your kids unwrap their presents under the tree because you're worried about re-recruiting your roster. You're worried about National Signing Day. You're worried about hiring other coaches. You're worrying about the transfer portal. And, oh, by the way, coaching actual football. 
I heard Brent Pry, the Virginia Tech head coach on SiriusXM Channel 84 uh, earlier this offseason say that he didn't even go to some of Virginia Tech's practices during bowl prep because he was doing other things. That goes to show you just how dire this situation is in the world of college football. Things have to change. So for a Boston college, I mean, think about it. It's Boston college. We're not talking Tennessee. We're not talking Alabama. We're not talking Ohio State. We're talking a mediocre to bad football program in terms of the echelon of Power 5, or should I say, I guess now, Power 4 football. So this is a problem. It's got to change. How do you do it? Well, I think there are a few things that need to happen. One, you have to move the early signing period to either before the season or completely eradicate it. Back in the day when we were talking about creating an early signing day, it was all about getting those legacy players, those guys who have been committed for two years, get them locked in and get them out of the out of the question out of the uh, issue, out of the equation for coaches who are looking to finish their classes. All right? So let's get rid of the early signing period. You can do an earlier one in August or don't even worry about that at all. Just bring back the first Wednesday in February and that would accomplish another thing. It would keep college football in the minds of the national media and casual football fans for another month after the season. And obviously with the 12-team playoff, not a full month moving forward, but still, doesn't matter. It would be huge for the sport if you had a trigger like that instead of the transfer portal, all right? So if you're going to have a spring transfer portal, this is another issue that needs to be accomplished. You don't make it 30 days. You don't make it 45 days. You don't make it whatever. You make it one week. You make it from... The end of championship weekend, that Monday after championship weekend, until the following Monday. Because the last thing you need, if you're a coach in the playoff or in a New Year's Six Bowl game, is to worry about what's happening next year. You're going to get a a lot of Malik Murphy situations if you keep it the way it is. And what I mean by that is the Texas backup quarterback, Texas made the playoff. Malik Murphy had to make a business decision for what's best for him. And that is to enter the transfer portal. Instead of potentially being one snap away from leading a team in the college football playoff, he chose that he has to go somewhere else. I think a lot of folks looked at the the Arch Manning aspect of that decision. That, wow, Quinn Ewers gets hurt. Arch Manning might have to actually play in a meaningful situation. No, that's not the big story there. Now, granted, Arch Manning draws clicks. So maybe it is a story there because a lot of people care. Uh, Even if you're sick of Arch Manning, this is a tangent that I'm going on. Even if you're sick of Arch Manning, people like him. People like to see him. And look, after seeing how many clicks he does, whoo, buddy. But the real story was Malik Murphy. And so if you condense the transfer portal in the spring or in the winter or eradicate it completely, then things will get a lot better. Those two things need to happen, right? Move signing day away from December Move it to before the season and keep and, and keep the first Wednesday of February intact, or just make that the only one. It would make things a lot easier. Or you can do, I mean, this is a crazy, crazy thought, and it would put a lot more pressure on coaches, which I don't necessarily think is a is a good thing, but just eradicate national signing day altogether. 
just say, all right, look, first Wednesday in February is the deadline. You can sign anytime before that. Because think about what that would do. Coaches wouldn't hand out non-committable offers, and there are a lot of non-committable offers. Coaches would have to lock players in that they actually want. And then they'd have to leave spaces open for the transfer portal. And again, a lot more pressure on coaches in that situation. But it would make things a lot easier for high school recruits. And honestly, that's what the problem is right now. These high school recruits, they're getting the shaft. Now, some of that has to do with the extra COVID year. And luckily, we're working through you know that year, and, and not as many people are using it now. And, and that's fine. That's good. Um, high school players will benefit more from that as uh, as the the players who use it sort of filter out of the system. But, um, you know, something has to change. And I think um, this is only the first um, of a lot of uh, a lot of coaches, head coaches who look this way. And, you know, it's interesting. Um, assistant coaches have already done this. Former Ole Miss head coach Matt Luke took the job as the offensive line coach at Georgia for a couple years. And then he just quit on good terms, but he just left. Now, granted, he could live the buyout life, so good for him. But I remember an interview with Matt Luke where he flat out said he was at dinner with his family and friends in Athens, and he didn't have his cell phone on. And he, he felt weird about it. Like, I'm supposed to be talking to players right now. I'm supposed to be talking to family. Like, what am I? It's like, it's like Ricky Bobby. What am I supposed to do with my hands? And it was refreshing. Now, he obviously got back into coaching because coaches are coaches, and some, some of them just can't live without it. But... It's going to be commonplace. And the, and the second thing we need to do, and again, uh, so weird that an emergency podcast is the first one we do with Smothered and Covered back in the fray, but Tennessee and Virginia, states of Tennessee and Virginia filing suit against the NCAA. Someone's got to go to war against the NCAA. It might as well be Tennessee because, let's be honest, Tennessee's been in the crosshairs a lot over the last decade, decade and a half. And look, Lawyers are going to win this. They're the only winners. Billable hours are undefeated. But Tennessee and Virginia are going to win this too. Think about how many states passed NIL laws before the NCAA sort of tried to make, consolidate everything. Florida did it. Tennessee did it. Texas did it. And so you're going to retroactively punish those te- those teams, those schools, those schools in those states because they broke rules that didn't even exist yet? What kind of crazy crap is that? That's like me going in to a car dealership and saying, you know what? I want that car. Yeah, Grand Theft Auto is not necessarily a law yet, but I'm just going to take it anyway. You can't punish. Like the NCAA, this is a really easy thing to do. Now, they won't do it because they're the NCAA, but... Basically say, hey, everybody's got a free pass. NIL rules, whatever happened before, free pass. The rules are start now. Whenever they pass, I can't remember the exact date. I think it was 2022 uh, in the spring. Anything that happened up to that point, all is forgiven. But now the rules exist. And really what this is, the NCAA is just trying to remain relevant. They don't have anything else that they can fall back on. Because players are getting paid. Think about how many times they punish teams 
for really stupid things like A.J. Green, former Georgia receiver, getting suspended four games for selling an autograph on an Independence Bowl jersey. That's crazy. And now there's these collectives, these players are getting paid millions of dollars. And so they look at it and say, whoa, we can't have this. We can't have this. We used to really hate all this. Well, okay, you did. These are the rules now. These are the state laws. And Jimbo Fisher said this a few years ago. He's going to follow the state law. He doesn't care what the NCAA comes to. This is before the NCAA had rules against it. He's going to follow the state law. Good for him. Good for Tennessee. Good for Florida. Florida State. You're doing what you need to do. You're doing what you're allowed to do to be successful. So I love the fact that Tennessee is bringing, Tennessee and Virginia, I should say, are bringing the fight to the NCAA. They're going to win. Because any lawyer, look, I'm not a lawyer, although I am 2-0 in my amateur lawyer career. One, evicting a renter, and two, small claims court against an air conditioning guy who screwed me over. So I am 2-0, undefeated, let's go. But what judge on the planet is going to tell the schools in Tennessee and Virginia that they deserve to be punished for breaking rules that didn't exist yet. There's not a judge on the planet that will do that. So what I hope Tennessee and Virginia are doing, and really what I think will come of this and what the ultimate goal would be is to streamline everything, to make sure that all the other schools, in in addition to them, they don't want to get punished, obviously. That's job number one. But also sort of force change and force the NCAA to get on the straight and narrow and not go nuts with punishment that they're they're trying to levy just to stay relevant. So good for Tennessee. They've had enough. They should fight back. And I'm talking about the school themselves because obviously that's the one that made headlines. But in reality, what we've seen with Florida, Tennessee, Florida State, all, all the ones that have had investigations uh, go on, these are the investigations you're actually hearing about. There are a lot more going on. So that's it. Emergency podcast for episode one of College Football Smothered and Covered. But in reality, it's like episode, I don't know, 270 something or whatever. But it'll be labeled episode one uh, on YouTube, Rumble, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, wherever else you get your content. I urge you to subscribe. I urge you to follow and spread the word because we're going to have some fun here on College Football Smothered and Covered. Again, Didn't think this would be the first show. I promise you I will have fancy little graphics and we will go live. Just didn't happen today, but that will happen in the near future and I'll make sure you guys know about it. There will be a set time when we go live on YouTube and Rumble. Don't know exactly when that will be. It'll probably be midday, early afternoon, something like that, but that will be in the cards. It just so happens that right now all of that technological stuff not set up yet, but Thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for listening. Hope you have a great night. And again, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you tell your friends College Football Smothered and Covered is back. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.